When I worked with Gracie, I did very little. I said to Gracie, how is your brother? And she talked for 38 years. Hi there, this is Joan Van Ark, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Well, hello, come right in. Oh, George, we've got company. Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us for another edition of This Week in TV History. Tony's segment, as always, is brought to us by our friends at Story Salon, Southern California's longest-running, regularly-performing live storytelling ensemble. StorySalon.com, Facebook.com, forward slash Story Salon. Earlier in the program, we talked about Groucho Marx with Steve Stoyer. Two of Groucho's contemporaries, of course, were George Burns and Gracie Allen. With that in mind, Tony will take us back to... August 27th, 1964. Comedian Gracie Allen died. Ugh. And uh, she, yeah, she was uh, performing her successful vaudeville act in the 1920s. She and George Burns uh, married in 1926. And in 1932, they appeared on the popular radio program, The Guy Lombardo Show. And audiences loved Gracie Allen's character. And CBS launched the half-hour show, The Adventures of Gracie in 1934, and it was renamed The Burns and Allen Show in 1936 until 1950. And we've talked about this before. I guess more accurately, we would put Andy Griffith in the George Burns category and that George Burns recognized that Gracie was the show. Yeah, because George Burns was the comic relief originally, and he realized it wasn't working well that way, that it worked better than if he played straight man to Gracie. Yeah. And she was just, uh, she was brilliant in her subtlety. Mm-hmm. She was hysterical, and she was just herself. <laughs> yeah. And there was a logic to Gracie. It made sense to Gracie. Okay, maybe it may not have made sense to George, but that was the comedy. It, it worked, and they did the same thing on television from 1950 to 1958. And then uh, George Burns had a you know a TV show that was just the George I think it was called the George Burns Comedy uh, Show and he did have an anthology series later on it was premiered in 1985 That's along right. with the Twilight yeah, yeah. Um, but Gracie Allen retired after a heart attack in 1958 and then George Burns uh, was a solo act on television yes yeah. she died in 1964 I remember 60 Minutes co- covered uh, did a story about George Burns and mm-hmm. once a month he would go. Um, to visit uh, Gracie and they and at it was Forest at, Lawn. at Forest Lawn and Ed Bradley followed her. Yeah, followed him you know, to visit her, and so I thought that was a it was a very very sweet moment. There is also if you could find it somewhere on YouTube, Gracie Allen and Jack Benny. There was an episode of, I believe it was the uh, the Burns and Allen show, but you know within their reality they lived in. Uh, Sometimes they were in New York, sometimes they were in in Beverly Hills. Uh, So when the show first started, they were living in Beverly Hills, and I think they moved, you know, the the premise of the show to New York. So they they went from a house to an apartment in New York. But they were neighbors with Jack Benny, so they could have the crossovers. And George and Jack had a fight, and Gracie invites Jack over for tea to talk about reconciling their fight. And... Gracie is Gracie. Jack is Jack. <laughs> she brings down the tea set. And she is offering sugar. She says, one spoon or two? And he says, I'll take two. 
and she hands one teaspoon and then picks up another teaspoon and gives it to her. It's <laughs> a teaspoon in the teacup. You know, just very care. You know, she puts one teaspoon in the, in the in the teacup and then another teaspoon in the teacup. And she does it, you know, just like Gracie would do it. You know, she doesn't pause. She doesn't, you know. And then you have Jack, you know, having that moment where he's looking into the camera with that incredulous look on his face. Doesn't say anything. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't. He doesn't say anything. He just has that look. And he sips the tea with the two spoons in the cup, gives it a moment, lets it swirl in his mouth, puts the teacup down, reaches over, grabs a third spoon, and puts it in there. He said, it needed a little more. And then they continue. <laughs> the timing between those two, I, I just thought was phenomenal. We're remembering the genius of Gracie Allen, along with Tony Figueroa, and Donna Allen as part of this week in TV history. We'll take a quick time out, and we'll be back with more TV Confidential right after this. An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills, don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 866-490-3991-866-490-3991-866-490-3991. Ed Robertson, author friend Donna Allen Figueroa, who I understand has a new book out. Yes, it's entitled Fall Again Beginnings. It's the first part of a four-part contemporary romantic series set against the background of working actors. Something that you know a, little, a thing or two well, about. Well, you write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years. It is not necessarily autobiographical, but it's based on... Sure, many of the experiences that the actors in my book have, many have happened to me, many have happened to friends of mine. It's not, if you're looking for... Valley of the Dolls, it's not, it's grounded in reality. It is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes. Called the Fall Again series. Fall Again. Which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle at fallagainseries.com. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contract. Our experienced partners are offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. You'll never pay another timeshare maintenance bill again, and all your obligations will be terminated. You can begin saving today. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your timeshare, call and see if we can help you. At the Timeshare Exit Hotline, we only accept payment after an agreement has been made to get you out of your timeshare. Make this complimentary free call and learn how our honest partners can help anyone, anywhere legally get out of their timeshare nightmare. 800-715-6093 800-715-6093 
That's 800-715-6093. This portion of TV Confidential is sponsored by The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, the hilarious site-splitting new DVD available through Kino Lorber. Thanks for powering our stream. Hi, this is Richard Benjamin, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Roberts with a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on the station at the usual time. Our guests will include actress and voice artist Joan Van Ark. We hope you join us for that. In the meantime, a reminder that our friends at the Hollywood Museum are honoring the 40th anniversary of Knott's Landing with a brand new lobby exhibit featuring costumes worn by Joan Van Ark, Michelle Lee, and Donna Mills. The Knott's Landing lobby exhibit is on display through Wednesday, April 1st. TheHollywoodMuseum.com. For more information, TheHollywoodMuseum.com. Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us as we take a look at the comic genius of George Burns and Gracie Allen as part of this week in TV history. Donna? The beauty of Gracie Allen's comedy was it came from a place of truth and honesty, which is something that I respect in any actor. I don't care if they're doing comedy or drama, Mm -hmm. but to watch her. She exemplifies that, and it's brilliant. If you can look at early Burns and Allen's TV shows, because you can kind of see when they were in 1950, so this is kind of pre-I Love Lucy, mm-hmm. I, it looks like you are recording a stage play. Uh, the way the sets were set up, because you had the neighbors, I think it's the Mortons, uh, you had the neighbors, so you had one side of the stage that had the Burns house, and it looked like a house that they just cut away a section of the house was cut away, so you, the audience, and the neighbor's house was the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on, it became much more traditional sitcom uh, method, but it was like watching them on, you know, doing a stage production. And then early on, they would end doing some routines. It was the same way Abbott and Costello would do bits, that you'd have the curtain and they'd just come out in front of the curtain and talk to the audience and do the bits. And sometimes they can be related to the storyline, sometimes they can be just... And a couple of times, George would just go, oh, you know, stay tuned. Gracie and I will do one of our old vaudeville bits. So if they had a story that would, you know, be wrapped up within 25 minutes, yeah. you know, the end of the show would be them doing bits. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, George Burns would be the conduit between the show, what was happening in the show, and the audience. And he would come up on stage, sometimes out of the curtain, and explain what goes on, and then you go into the show. Mm-hmm. And there were times also where he would explain the role of the straight man. Mm-hmm. And he would, he, one time he had his cigar, and he was just reenacting all of the George Burns reactions to whatever Gracie would say, without Gracie being there, just saying, <laughs> so this is what I get paid to do. Yeah. And just started doing every reaction he has to something that Gracie would say, gesturing with the cigar. You know, he said, okay, so I just wanted to see what my job is in this show. And then the show begins. But he also had the the funny sight gag of something would be happening in a different room, and George would be in his office. And he said, well, let's see what's happening in the kitchen. And he turns on the TV set in his office, and he sees what's playing out in the kitchen. 
which I thought was brilliant back then. It's still brilliant by modern standards. Yes, yeah, subverting the genre, you know, early example of breaking the fourth wall, and as you say, sort of doing what Gary Shandling did 30 years before Gary Shandling did it. Exactly, and then Gracie would often, because the shows were uh, sponsored-owned back in those days, and I, I think it was a pancake mix that was their sponsor. And so they would... They would do the commercial in the middle of the show. <laughs> uh, you know, all of a sudden, Gracie was making pancakes for George, and there, there would be something comedic about it, and somehow, how, somehow it would be woven into the storyline, just like they would do, like, on radio. You know, Fibber McGee and Molly would say, you know, Fibber would tell Molly, you know, I have to run to the Rexall drugstore to pick up something. Early example of product placement. Yeah, it was a good example of product placement, actually, at that time. Yeah. So, you know, instead of like on I Love Lucy, where you knew that the cigarettes were Philip Morris. Yeah. Here you would have something, whatever the brand was, whether it was Bisquick or Aunt Jemima or whatever it was. I mean, it was talk, you know, Gracie would talk about, you know, the best way to make a pancake or whatever. So she would be doing all this. That would be part of her bit. But she got to do it as Gracie. She didn't get serious all of a sudden. Uh, you know, she, she got to do that part as Gracie. So, I mean, just an amazing legacy. And I think uh, MeTV was showing the Burns and Allens for a while. And I think maybe Antenna TV. One of the, I'm sure one of the nostalgia channels has it. Yeah, they're, they're still around. Yeah. They're still around. And I think uh, if there is a class in, in sitcoms, sitcom 101, this has to be part of it. Kind of the pre-Lucy era. Child of Television at blogspot.com. Child of Television at blogspot.com. Also, storysalon.com. Donna's four part novel series is now complete. Yes, it is. The last book, Fall Again Reunion, was published a few months ago. You'll see where the story finally ends. And to find out how the story begins and ends, go to fallagainseries.com. Tony and Donna, we'll see you both next time. Next, next time. time. We have a few minutes, enough time to tell you that our friends at Time Life are offering music lovers. Everywhere, a front row seat to the most iconic and unforgettable classic rock concerts in history, all in one single complete Blu-ray set for the very first time. That will be Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert, the Blu-ray collection, the biggest and best music collection that Time Life has ever put together. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert, the Blu-ray collection, available now at retail for the very first time, wherever Blu-rays are sold. This is a six-disc Blu-ray collection featuring nearly 30 hours of entertainment and more than 150 unforgettable performances, plus historic, irreverent, and emotional induction speeches, all spanning the years 2009 through 2017, from such rock giants as Alice Cooper, Billy Joel, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, Cheap Trick, Chicago, ELO, Crosby, Sills & Nash, Sting, Hart, Mick Jagger, Paul Simon, Ringo Starr, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, and many, many others. Simply put, if you're a fan of classic rock, this is the collection you want to own. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert, the Blu-ray collection. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert, the Blu-ray collection. Six-disc Blu-ray collection, retail price $69.99, $69.99. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in concert, the Blu-ray collection. Available now wherever Blu-rays are sold through our friends at Time Life will take a quick time out, and we'll be back with more TV Confidential right after this. If you haven't been listening to TV Confidential, 
This is who you're missing. Ben Connie Stevens. Don Wells. Eric Braden. Tony Camille. Jansen Williams. Don Most. Troy Finnis. Peter Marshall. Sherry Alberoni. George Slaughter. Dan Castellaneta. Taylor Hicks. Lindsay Wagner. Loretta Swift. And many, many more of your favorite celebrities and people behind the scenes in the world of television. That's TV Confidential. Every week on this station and every day online at televisionconfidential.com. Accredited by Guinness World Records, welcome to Archival Television Audio, Incorporated. A peerless TV soundtrack archive, preserving the audio from television's first three decades, the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, the golden and silver age of television. For more information, go to atbaudio.com. Become a TV Confidential Confidant and receive unlimited access to the last five years of TV Confidential, plus other members-only content. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com slash join. We're Biffle and Schuster. How do you do? That's right, folks. We've We're Biffle and Schuster. We want to tell you about this amazing misadventures of Biffle and Schuster. It's a DVD from Pete Lover, and you're going to love it. We're Biffle and Schuster. It's terrific. You know what uh, Joe Dante says about them? What does he say? He says, forehead slapping funny. What impresses is the dogged authenticity to the era, which makes it all the more hilarious. Absolutely. Accent on the high. We're Biffle and Schuster, as you can see. No one else can make that statement louder than we. They say we're soporific and it's probably we. We're Biffle and Schuster, oh, we're Biffle and Schuster. No, no, we're Biffle and Schuster. B-I-F-F-L, Biffle, S-H-W-O-O-S-T-A, Schuster. Biffle and Schuster, need we say more? Available wherever DVDs are sold through our friends at Kino Lorber. All right, you loafers, get back to work. What am I paying you for? Why is he yelling at his shoes? Hi, this is Constance Towers, and welcome to TV Confidential. Alexa users, you can now listen to TV Confidential on your smart speaker by just saying, Alexa... Play TV Confidential. Enabling our Alexa skill is easy. To find out how, go to televisionconfidential.com slash Alexa. This portion of TV Confidential is sponsored by Uber. Enter the promo code TV Confidential, all one word, when you download the app at get.uber.com slash go slash TV Confidential, and you'll receive a free first ride up to $20. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.